0: online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
1: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver. And just got news that the Washington Wizards are not interested in DeAngelo Russell. I did want to talk about that today. Of course, the NBA Finals coming on tonight. I want to give a quick prediction on that. And High Washington from Kentucky will be working out the Wizards, with the Wizards later on this week. So I want to get to that. Let's get to it.
0: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: I just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So Funny thing is that Aimbale, Abel Ambrosio, who is a listener and a subscriber on YouTube, asked me, should the Wizards uh, trade for D'Angelo Russell? And I was like, you know what, let me make an episode about it. And then I saw today that the Wizards are reportedly not interested in trading for D'Angelo Russell. So I'm going to pull up the article here in the tweet um, talking about this here really quickly. Um, but that that puts another point guard off the list. And honestly. You Sometimes you do want to take what beat reporters say with a grain of salt. This is from Oral Dizon, who reports on the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves on his podcast. He said, um, the Wizards are not interested in D'Angelo Russell, said Darren Wolfson during a recent episode of his podcast. He said, yes, quote, the yes, the Wizards are looking for a lead guard, and I am told there is no interest. I am told no interest in D'Angelo Russell. So, um, the Wizards are looking for a point guard. We talked about this many times throughout the offseason. Tommy Shepard said they're looking for a point guard, looking for a pass first point guard. Bradley Bill wants a taller guard. Um, West Uncle Jr. has echoed that as well, saying they're looking for a pass first point guard, a guy that can facilitate the offense. Um, the only guy that they have under contract at the point guard position is uh, Smith, and it's not even a fully guaranteed contract. There's a team option on it. Saddle's a free agent, of a free agent, and bringing those guys back as a starter is, you know, I don't see those guys moving the needle and really pushing the wizards to a playoff team. If they really want to be a legitimate playoff team or a contender, then they do need to find a, a better option at the point guard position. They just have to find a more talented option uh, for what they're looking for. If they want to, if that goal is making the playoffs or doing anything above just to play in or being the first round playing next to Bradley bill, they need to find a better option at the point guard position. So, and I really thought D'Angelo Russell, could somewhat be a solid option. The only thing is his contract. He has one year left on his, on his deal. And it's a, it's about $31 million. So that's the only thing is, you know, if you trade for him, you know, would he be a a one year rental? You know, he's 26 years old going, he's going to turn 27 soon. He's a one-time NBA all-star 2015, 16 all rookie made the all rookie team was the second pick of the draft. We already know about the ice in his veins. He is a clutch player. Um, he did have the uh, locker room thing with the Lakers with Nick Young about the whole, you know, telling on people and whatnot. But that doesn't really matter at all. But D'Angelo Russell is a good player. Averaged 18 points per game in his career, three rebounds and seven assists. He had this past year, he had 18 points a game, three rebounds a game and seven assists. Um, he shot about 34 percent from the three point line, eight threes per game. So he shoots a lot of threes and the Wizards are a bottom five team with three point percentage. So he w- he could help them with that. Um, but this report is saying that the Wizards have no interest at all. It's just it's just the thing is, how much would you have to give up to bring in a D'Angelo Russell? Now, D'Angelo Russell, he had an underwhelming playoff series against the Grizzlies where his numbers dipped, and he got benched at the end of Game 6 as well. And he, he voiced um, in his exit interview how he was not happy about that. The series against Memphis, he scored 12 points a game on an inefficient 33% shooting clip. Um, he also saw his production dip in other departments, Regarding his assists, numbers went down from seven to six assists per game, and he only made two threes per game, and he usually makes about three uh, threes per game. But otherwise, DeAndre Russell is a good player. He is an all-star caliber player. You know, It would be it would be a solid – it would be somewhat of a big three if they brought him in. Um, it would be him, Chris Haps, Porzingis, and Bradley Bill. That would be a solid three where all three of those guys have made an all-star in their career. All three of those guys are still in their 20s. They're still relatively young each guy would be getting 30 million dollars per year that's the thing d'angelo russell has had some injuries uh, throughout his career he played a good amount of games this year he played 65 games out of 82 which is solid the year before that in 2021 he played 42 games in 2020 he played 45 games in 2019 his all-star season in brooklyn he played 81 games so there are some injury concerns here he's not injury prone but there are some injury concerns just like with chris Dapp's bradley bill a little bit too with the wrist injury but You know, you would have all three guys under the age of 30 that can play, and the talent level would be raised. D'Angelo Russell can stretch the floor. I think if they did try to bring him in, which this report is saying they won't, but if they did try, I think he would be one of the talented options. And there are reports from Jake Fisher saying that, you know, a lower-level tier option at the point guard position could be D'Angelo Russell. And the reason why the Timberwolves are looking to trade him would be because he has one year left on his deal. Do they really want to pay him $30 million again? Or do they want to get ahead of the contract and trade him before he becomes a free agent and they can get some value from a D'Angelo Russell after he did not play well in that playoff series against Memphis? Now, the play-in game, he had 29 points against the Clippers where everybody was going crazy. Patrick Beverly was crying, and they won to make the play-in. D'Angelo Russell showed up big time. He had 29 points at six assists, and he has been really good in the clutch too. I found some numbers on um, D'Angelo Russell a- as well just to answer – Abel Ambrosio's question here that do bode well for D'Angelo Russell, and then I do I did find some trade proposals as well, just some hypothetical trade proposals. Even though this is dead in the water because the report is saying that they're not, they have no interest. But you just never know. GM this is misdirection season where a GM will tell somebody something that they just and Tommy Shepard always says that he keeps his cards close to the vest, so he's not going to tell somebody, hey, you know, he wasn't really telling people that you know he wanted to get Porzingis. That was a trade that nobody said. No source was saying, hey, the Wizards are going to, are going to trade. for Porzingis. They said that the year before, but nobody leading up to the trade deadline said that the Wizards had interest in trading Chris Asperger's at all. So Tommy Shepard, he does do a solid job of keeping this trade to the best. So I did find some numbers that possibly could, you know, show some good signs of bringing in a D'Angelo Russell. Um, but before we do get into that, this episode is brought to you by Rock. Auto with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an EX or an EX or an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on the computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Go explore their easy to use website today to find a solution to your auto part needs. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com We have an important favor to ask you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards to take our audience survey. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. All right, so quick numbers that I found about D'Angelo Russell that could bode well if the Wizards do potentially change their minds. Like, let's say if the well is really dry. Let's say, you know, um, Tyus Jones signs somewhere. Um, John Wall stays with the Rockets or, you know, gets traded somewhere or gets bought out and he, he signs somewhere else. You know, Colin Sexton stays where he's at in, in, in Cleveland. Malcolm Brogdon gets traded to the Kings or somewhere else. Um, D'Anthony Melton stays with the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, you know, I'm just throwing out some names, you know, Ricky Rubio goes somewhere else or um, other point guards that are available or are not, or go, Mike Conley stays with the Jazz. I know there's another name that's been thrown out there. The Wizards have just been tied or connected to any point guard that possibly could be available. Um, and then you don't find a point guard option in the draft. Ty Ty Washington, you don't want to reach at 10 and pick him or Kennedy Chandler. That could be too much of a reach. Um, there's a couple point guards that are available, but you know, they just can't find the guy that they really, really want, like Malcolm Brogdon. Um, and they have to settle for somebody else. And, you know, I mean, you could you could take a Patty Mills, but he's not going to be the answer if you for your goals, if you want to make the, you know, you could possibly make the playoffs with Patty Mills, but he's not gonna be the answer. He's not he's not 110% the, the answer. You could settle for guys like Delon Wright. But let's say, like I said, all the point guards that I name. Are off the list. DeJounte Murray is a pipe dream. Let's say he's, he just stays with the Spurs. And the Wizards, you know, they start thinking around like, hey, maybe we should try and go get a D'Angelo Russell. So, um, player, this is from Basketball Index, a metric that we use with Locked On, uh, from Locked On, a website that we use from, uh, from Locked On. Um, it says players listed as a top playmaker and clutch score in the NBA by basketball index was Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Nicola Jokic, and D'Angelo Russell. So that would help the team out. And D'Angelo Russell is six foot four. So he would check off the box of being a taller guard. He's a guy that does can facilitate an offense. Really good in the pick and roll, pick and pop with car Anthony Towns. And I think he would be solid in the pick and roll and pick and pop with Chris porzingis as well. And I think he's not a ball dominant guy. He can play off ball, unlike with Spencer Dinwiddie was last year, where he's more of a ball dominant guy. Bradley Bill, has been his his usage rate has definitely come, gone up ever since John Wall left and the injuries that happened to him in 2019 and 2020. So I think he would fit next to Bradley Bill. It's just a contract. That's the only concern. But D'Angelo Russell can definitely shoot the three and move without the basketball. So that's one thing. And he would help out in the clutch, too. When Bradley Bill has had his problems in the clutch, you know, fumbling over his feet, tripping over his feet, losing the ball, turnovers in the clutch, you could give the ball to a guy like a D'Angelo Russell and, you know, get out of his way and let him work in the clutch um d'angelo russell also this year he um was really he was in the first percentile in rim defensive field goal percentage he's not the best defender in the world but this is also from basketball index as well um some of his grades from basketball index uh, his perimeter shooting talent was an a his mid-range pull-up talent was an a minus his floater talent was an a minus and his finishing talent was an a his playmaking talent was an a plus as well so it shows that he is a three-level score he is, really is good off the mid-range coming off that screen Step backs. He has a bevy of moves. He is a really, really good ball handler. And seven assists per game, which was a uh, close to a career high for him, is really solid. And the Wizards are looking for a pass first point guard. And also, Basketball Index they have a gold playmaking with skill badge for this season. The players that were including that got that badge was Chris Paul, D'Angelo Russell, Darius Garland, Draymond Green, Giannis, Giannis Ish Smith. The Wizard was on that list as well. James Harden, Josh Giddy, Drew Holiday, Kevin Durant. Lamelo ball nicole Jokic and ricky rubio so that's high praise for d'angelo russell for this year getting that gold playmaking whiskey a badge and it shows the players that he was included with as well so that that does that that is a uh, good showing for d'angelo russell as well now defensively he does have, leave some to be desired um in 2021-22 this is from timberwolves clips on twitter he said the wolves had three players who ranked in the 25th percentile or lower in defensive estimated plus minus D'Angelo Russell was one of those guys with a minus 1.3. So on-ball defense is, is an um, improvement area for D'Angelo Russell. His on-ball defense, he was ranked in the 31st percentile. But his rim contest, he was in the 72nd percentile. And steals, he was in the 73rd percentile. So on-ball defense is not great. But when he's roaming around, getting steals, weak side blocks, getting a sneaky block here and there, that's when D'Angelo Russell is playing really, really well. But his he's a really good isolation scorer. He can handle the ball. He does have N1 and, and mixtape-type moves and handles. I remember at Ohio State when he did that step back and made somebody fall. I know that's in college, but he still is capable of doing that. Now, he did have an underwhelming season with the Timberwolves this year, like I said earlier, where he was benched in that game six. Um, but I still think D'Angelo Russell is just a talented player, and that would get a big, somewhat of a big three. It would be a solid three for the Washington Wizards. Now, let's look at some of the trade proposals here that I found. Um, the, uh, this one was NBA analysis or this, yeah, this one was from NBA analysis network and it said the Timberwolves will receive Kyle Kuzma and KCP and the Wizards would get D'Angelo Russell and Jaden McDaniels. Now KCP and Kyle Kuzma, they both are making $13 and a half million next year. So you would trade that would equal to about 26. D'Angelo Russell's making 31 million. The Wizards do have a trade exception and they would get Jaden McDaniels, who is a solid young players player, a good defender and a, a lob threat. He did improve his shooting. I thought Jaden McDaniels showed some flashes during the playoffs as well. So in my opinion, that wouldn't be the worst trade in the world. I don't want to trade Kyle Kuzma. I am a huge supporter of Kyle Kuzma. I thought Kyle Kuzma was the best player on the roster last year, um, was super, super clutch, rebounding the ball well. He had a 22-rebound game, a 25-point and 22-rebound game, which hasn't been done since Chris Webber on the Bullets. And also, Kyle Kuzma had a triple-double. So it showed that he not, not only was Kyle Kuzma able to score the ball, but he was able to pass and do other things and rebound so he was a great facilitator a great rebounder and a great scorer at times for the wizards and he was a great teammate and he was a great leader so i'm really i really don't want to trade kyle kuzma but if you're going to better the team then it's something that i would consider and take a look at for sure um another trade proposal hypothetical mock trade is the pistons will receive thomas bryant who's not under contract from the wizards but they could do a sign-in trade kcp a 2022 first round pick which would be the wizards 10th pick the Timberwolves will receive Jeremy Grant and the Wizards would get D'Angelo Russell uh, 2022 first round and, the, and, and a 2022 first round pick from Minnesota, which would be pick 19. I don't like giving up pick number 10, but if you essentially you're really giving up pick 10, KCP and KCP for D'Angelo Russell and pick 19. So you move back and you could possibly get a guy like a Jaden Hardy at pick 19 to replace KCP and you have D'Angelo Russell to, that, to fill that point guard void. So the starting five could possibly be D'Angelo Russell, Bradley Bill, Kuzma at the four, Porzingis at the five, and then you would sign somebody in a free agency, maybe like a Gary Harris, to fill in for that third, for that small four position. So that would be a good lineup, honestly. And you keep Kuzma, you keep the better player, the better veteran player in Kyle Kuzma, um, and you keep Porzingis, of course, and everybody around and, and Bradley Bill. And that's just solid a starting five. That's not a bad starting five at all. So those are some hypothetical trades there. Uh, but I do want to get into... The uh, workouts that happened, Jaden Hardy worked out with the Wizards this week. I do want to get into some quotes in, from, from his workout. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Got the birthday cup, cake puffs still in my fridge. They're still really, really good. I'm almost done with them, but they're really good. And they're super, super healthy. Um, you can forget about dessert. The chocolate caramel brownie built Bars, they are better than dessert. Plus the macros are unreal. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein and only 4 grams of sugar. I will replace a regular brownie with Built Bar's caramel brownie bar in a heartbeat. The best part, caramel brownie bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, like for real. With Built, you don't have to sacrifice tasty for healthy. You can have both. There are a million reasons that you, you should try Built Bars, but for now, let's just say that caramel brownie will rock your world. That's not an understatement. With Built, tasty is the new healthy. Go to built.com and get to get your box of caramel brownie bars now. Go to build.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com.
0: This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
1: All right, so would I trade for D'Angelo Russell? I probably would not. Just looking at the contract, and he most likely would be a one-year rental. Um, but if you can keep Kyle Kuzma, then sure, I think it's something to to look at. I'm always looking to better the team and, and raise the talent level. And I think I think he would actually fit pretty well next to Bradley Bill because he he can facilitate the ball, he can shoot, and he can be creative off ball. He doesn't need the ball to dominate. He doesn't need to dominate the ball and be a good player. So I wouldn't mind D'Angelo Russell. Um there's only the concerns is that he didn't have a good year last year. Defensively, he leaves a lot to be desired. So that's the cons with D'Angelo Russell. So uh but that that trade where we didn't have to give up um Kyle Kuzma. I wouldn't mind that at all. Another another hypothetical one here is this is a three-team trade with the Hawks included. The Hawks get Thomas Bryant, KCP, a 2023 first-round pick from Minnesota, and a 2027 first-round lottery pick from Washington. The Timberwolves get John, John Collins from the Hawks, and the Wizards receive D'Angelo Russell. So basically we're giving up Thomas Bryant, KCP, and a 2027 first-round pick. Once again, we don't give up Kyle Kuzma. So if we can keep Kuzma, I think it's something to take a look at and consider, to be honest with you. I really do. Um, All right. So I want to take I want to look up this quote here from um, Jaden Hardy talking about Kyle Kuzma, how he got to see Kyle Kuzma was in the building. This is from Chase Hughes as well. He reported this. This is quote. He already knew who I was. We're both from Michigan. So we've got that Michigan connection. I was in there chopping up with chopping it up with him and quote, he said, he just told me to keep going. That's all he told me. Keep going, boy. I've been seeing you. So that is pretty cool to hear that from Kyle Kuzma. Jaden Hardy's from Michigan as well. I like Jaden Hardy a lot. I think he's an elite scorer He has an elite skill where he can create separation off the dribble. Once again, he's a three-level scorer as well. Didn't shoot the three well, didn't shoot well from 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 the field with the G League, but the G League is a developmental process. They asked him to facilitate and dominate the ball and be somewhat of a, a facilitator, but he's more of a scorer. He said he also went on to say, quote, that's one of the people I was compared to in high school talking about Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill, I watch a lot of film on Brad. Being able to come here and be where he's playing at right now, I feel like that's exciting, just knowing that he's here. So his comparison is Bradley Bill and Buddy Hill. He shot 88% from the free throw line, so I correlate free throw shooting with three-point shooting, so the form is good. He's a guy that can get guys all balanced, and he can be a microwave scorer. I have an affinity for guys who are microwave scorers who have that elite skill that just creating offense and that just have that super confidence of you know taking a shot and just getting hot from anywhere. And I think the Wizards could definitely use that coming off the bench or even even starting other than Bradley Bill next to Bradley Bill. So um, this is also from Chase Hughes saying that Ty Ty Washington will be working out this week with the Washington Wizards. Um, So that is intriguing there. The Wizards the past years, they haven't really drafted guys that they worked out. Rui Hachimera did not work out for the Wizards. Then he did not get a chance to work out with the Wizards due to to, uh, COVID protocols. But last year they did work out Corey Kispert towards the end of the year. So, But typically, recently, they haven't worked out a lot of their guys that they have drafted. So it is intriguing there. Um, but this was a quote from David Aldridge, saying Ty Ty, from talking about it. Ex- he said an executive said this about Ty Ty Washington. He's an interesting one because in the last few years, guards of Kentucky have been much b- better pros than they were in college. If he has a great draft workout, he could get into that Dyson Daniels or Benedict Mathurin tier. So would he be a reach at pick 10? The Wizards do need a point guard desperately, but, you know, there are some flaws with, with with Ty Ty Washington. You know, he's not able to really get to the rim as much as you would like him to, and he's not as athletic as you would like him to be. But you look at a guy like Tyrese Maxey who has that body type and similar athleticism, and Ty- Tyrese Maxey is a baller. He's playing really well. When you look at Kentucky guards, they do play better than what they have been in college. You look at Tyler Hero. You look at Devin Booker. Um, you look at Shea Gilgis Alexander. You look at John Wall so many guards to name a few that have come in john wall had a great college career as well but so many guys have just developed they just hit the ground running when they come in, into the pros and i think you know tyrese maxey you know he was good in college but he, he's had a better pro career tyler hero has had a better pro career jamal murray has had a great pro career already in kentucky so just that kentucky pedigree but i did find some numbers on ty ty washington as well um ty ty washington he has he does have one of the best floaters and he had one of the best floaters in college basketball. He finished the season 22 for 47 on floaters, 57%, which ranked him in the 94th percentile. So he is really good at finishing around the rim. He doesn't get to the basket a lot, but a lot of his, his shots are mid-range shots. You know, he's a shorter guy. He, he shoots a lot of mid-range pull-ups and a lot of floaters. That ha- that's how he finishes around the rim and gets he gets his spots. Um, he's 27 for 46 on jumpers, which is 58%, inside 17 feet, which ranked him in the 97th percentile. This is from Global Scouting. And he was also 43 for 111, which was 38% on pull-ups, which ranks him in the 63rd percentile. So defensively, there's some question marks there and just athletically there. And can he get to the rim? The St. Peter's game was definitely disappointing when they got upset in that first round. But he did have an ankle injury where he, before the ankle injury, he had 28 points against Tennessee. And there was a game where he had 17 assists. He was on the SEC uh, all-freshman team and he was on the all-SEC team as well as a freshman. 17 assists in a game, and he led the SEC in assist-to-turnover ratio. So I do like Ty-Ty most of, like, the, most of the consensus, but I, I get the red flags and the concerns. But that Kentucky pedigree really does speak volume. So I wouldn't be 100% upset if the Wizards did pick Ty-Ty Washington at pick 10, picked you know, 10 over guys like Johnny. I like Johnny Davis a lot, but those are the guys that you would be passing on. Johnny Davis, Malachi Branham, Tari Eason, guys like that. Um Dyson Daniels, if he's there, it's, it's a tough decision. You know, Dyson Daniels has his flaws too. He at least he's not he did not have a good season shooting from the free throw line and didn't have a good season shooting from the three-point line either, where Ty Tai Washington is a good three-point shooter in and, and is was good from the free throw line. So um also before I wrap up, I do want to give my game three prediction before tonight. I have the Warriors losing to the Boston Celtics. I have the Celtics winning 106 to one hundred. And then I have the Warriors winning the series four or two. So this is the only, this is the last loss I have for the Golden State Warriors. And you guys, can let me know what you think in the comments section on YouTube. We'll be doing a mailbag episode pretty soon. So if you guys have any questions, this will be probably probably be the last mailbag uh, episode coming up next week before the NBA draft on June twenty third. So I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. And I just want to make sure you guys. Listen to Locked on NBA from the first jump ball of the play-in tournament to the last possession of the NBA Finals. Locked on experts take you deep inside for the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. Hail to the Wizards. Peace.
0: Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you
1: do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click.
0: When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.